very excited about this week's podcast. We are in the middle of COVID. No matter where you are in the world, you're not escaping that one. Lance Burdett is with us. He is the man that did a podcast with us previously. And if you remember, 22 years plus as a cop, 13 of those as a negotiator that worked in suicide intervention, I had a lot of people come back to me saying one of the best podcasts we've ever done. That means a lot for me because I still don't look at myself as a podcaster. But mate, how are you? How you been? Oh, mate, I've been really good. I've been busy, flat out. Um, very, very lucky with the work I do. Neuroscience. Neuroscience seems to be where it's at. And uh, people go, oh, not science stuff. Well, neuroscience is simply brain imaging. And so understanding how the brain operates and just simple things to keep people well. Well, I guess I don't like that term either. Keep people energized. Yep, nice. Keep people adapting to this crazy world we're in, right? And, and at the moment, people are just feeling a little uh, wound up. Yep. So I show them how to uh, unwind. Well, let's, uh, let's hit the podcast button and rip in. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy. We've got the man who specialized in suicide intervention, been there himself, done so many things in life. He's published books. He's highly qualified and he's going to come on to talk to us. Like he's in the middle of writing a, a new book, The Anxious One, which I think is really cool in, in COVID times. And like we, we, we've chatted a little bit and one of the things that you're renowned for and what you're doing in that space of helping others is, you know, programs for working from home, which is so topical right now. But mate, um, before I say hi, you remind me at the end of this high, I actually want you to tell us your bio because anyone listening for the first time, it is an amazing bio and you can drop some of those cool stories in with that too that you have. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, look, I, uh, people don't realise I was a builder till the age of 35 and then joined the police for an easy lifestyle. How did that work out? <laughs> hey, you must well, have anyway, anyway, after falling down a hole and scrambling up the side, I mean, after uh, after coming out of depression and being, I was actually suicidal as New Zealand's lead suicide negotiator. That's incredible. Now, that's isn't it? a crazy, crazy place to be. And and when I finally climbed out, I did some very cool stuff, mate. Some cool shit. I was I ran uh, witness protection for New Zealand police. Um, Travelled to FBI, did a, the FBI negotiators course. Qualified as an FBI negotiator. Went across to Darwin and did the counter terrorist negotiators course up in Darwin. Um, just did some very cool stuff. And then at the ripe old age of fifty seven, decided to start my own business. I like mean, everyone just, at 57 does. I think it's a oh, great just, time to start a business. You've got to do it, right? Exactly, yeah. I mean, what, what better time to start a career, a new career in a business? <laughs> 57. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> I love I love talking to you. Like, I truly, truly do. So, mate, before we kick into, you know, working home chats and the things that you want to talk about, how's the book sales going? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm really humbled. So, my first book that came out was uh, about my police career and, and a lot on depression and suicide. So, that got over, just, it's just reached over 4,000 and that's big in New Zealand. <laughs> Yeah, nice. For a little wee country, right? Yep. And and so the, the the second book, Dark Side of the Brain, has passed four thousand already, and it's only been out for sort of 12, 14 months. So it's um it's gone really really well, and it's it's it, people are using it now, which is what I wanted it to be used for, yep. as um, learning tools in, in organisations. And so it's become a a book to refer to, and which is I want to get, take it to another level for the next book that's coming out. So no pressure. Yeah, no. no. 
once you've that goal of being that author that people actually want to refer to your book, it's um it's a whole new world, isn't it? So, yeah, it is. mate, let's let's talk about people's feelings. You know, this is where this is your place. So I'm going to sit back and just enjoy the ride on this one. But we're overwhelmed. Yeah, look, we are, and at the moment, um, it's it's just the brain is un- incapable of taking on the amount of information it is. And so, you know, before to COVID, we had lots going on in our lives, and and you might recall the last time we talked. You know, you go for a cup of coffee, and you're thinking, should I reflect watch and mock a cup of chance, a frappuccino, an American, what's what's what milk should I get? Should I get milk? Forty decisions, right? Yeah. Just to get a cup of so our brains are travelling faster now. Then came COVID, right? So if you if any one of you out there is feeling anything like this and it's only happened to you in the last twelve months or so, dry mouth most of your day, mood swings across your day, feeling tired at midday, headache that just won't go away and no matter what pills you take it just stays there it comes back the next day you think gee am i getting crook um perhaps you're having trouble getting to sleep or you want to go to sleep immediately and you just fall flat asleep unusual dreams weird dreams at the moment it's just crazy waking up four times a night this is the big one right people saying i'm waking up well that's at the end of a REM cycle and then we've got this waking up in the morning going did i sleep did that thing switch off so any one of those things you are having the impact of the subconscious mind. So our conscious, our consciousness being here in the moment, mind, mindfulness is nothing more than staying and listening to Lance. It's hard to do sometimes, right? Because he'll... You do want to write at the moment, just so you know. So just keep driving. <laughs> yeah, it's about ninety seconds is our attention span, right? You're driving your car, and yeah. after, after ninety seconds, you drive, and then you look at how did I get here? Oh, wow. And so this, this is what's so much, you know, and going on, and, and all of this stuff. So what that the conscious keeps us here to focus on what's in front of us, but the subconscious in the background is looking to the future. And it's saying, where's the danger? What should I worry about? What do you want me to focus on? And it finds it, it's automatic function. And and so because we've got so much uncertainty in the world, we are in this hyper state, fight or flight. We are in fight. Now, if you have a dry mouth, all of your day, most of your day, that is the first sign of fight or flight. The mouth dries out to stop you from eating food because if the microbiomes, and you, you know this stuff, are in there to eat up the food, right? You're going to fight or flight and it just it starts burning up all that stuff, all that good stuff that you provide people. But the thing is that the mouth, the dry mouth says don't eat because you will throw up. So that's the first thing that happens. The headache is the result of that. We're dehydrated. So I'm recommending at the moment people drink twice as much water as they normally would. Is that and right? you have to add some supplements to that, some salts and things to that because you're just going to be washing out your system. But that's what's happening. And so just hydrating your mouth sends a signal, it's all good. It calms down, the fresh water calms down the gut and everything just starts to, the headache goes because you are hydrating essentially. What about those and of us that reach for a coffee instead of a water? Is that Where's that sit? No, no, you shake yeah, your head. And it's, well, when it, the coffees and teas and things like that do have the opposite effect, right? So they they do dehydrate you even further. Okay, it is only water or any any sort of supplement that has the salts, etc. And it is also good for you. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You have something like that to, to supplement the water, but it is is just water. Yeah, because the the other things that don't work, it has to be pure water. And so all of this stuff is going on at the moment. Now the thing is that we look forward to the future we're on this hyper drive at the moment and because of that it is fight is the first option flight is the second so violence now i've done the research on this for a lot of the councils i do a lot of work with the city councils and the, the borough councils and that that's over there that um they're getting absolutely hammered 
at the moment, violence has escalated 30% globally in just the last 12 months. It is no coincidence that it's due to the arrival of COVID. And so, uh, and it's linked to it, but people are saying it's because of COVID. It it is, but it's to do with the subconscious thinking about COVID. And so that's what's happening at the moment. And then we come into this point now where we're working from work and then, oh no, you're locked down again. And then you're, well, are we locked down or, or are we are we allowed out or and then we're back to work and then we're it's just the brain loves to run in neural pathways it likes to have some stability so we do have to bring back that stability as best we can mate before this we, is the key. before we jump into that being mm. at home and working home thing i think you touched a really good point there violence is not up due to covid because you don't catch covid and then become violent like that's not one no. of the side effects of it's the people leading us through covid that are causing a lot of they're not helping a lot of They're angst at the moment. But, so, but, but it's our subconscious that's trying to find. So how do we so deal we with that? Yeah, so we don't like the uncertainty, yeah. right? You've got to bring back certainty to the uncertainty. It, 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 when I do these sessions, people go, oh, it's not COVID. It's not, I'm not worried about COVID. It, it might be the politicians and the people that are leading us. And, you know, we've got a message oh, I didn't over mean here. just politicians when I said people leading us. I mean, you know, it could be an employer. It could be anyone. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly yeah. that. So, exactly yeah, sorry. That. So it's people trying to help us yeah. out, right? Now, we have these messages. Now, I don't like the message that's going out at the moment, be kind, because you can't. How about be patient? Yeah, How about that for a message, right? So we're getting the wrong messages out there. So people understanding that it, it, it's self first and this the subconscious designed to keep us safe. But so we look to the future based on our past. That's our only reference. And so this is this is coming out of it subconsciously. If you are having a thought about a negative event that happened in your past, random, you are catastrophizing. And many people are having that. Like, why am I thinking about something that happened years ago? Well, this is what the subconscious, again, it's in the background. What it does, it, it's trying to find some certainty. And it starts to reflect on things, right? An example, leaving home, bit of a hurry, partner at home. See, I'm off. You shout out. And just you close the door, this voice, whatever. You think, oh, you wait till I get home. This thing says, why wait? Okay. Let's start now. Okay. And so for the first, after about an hour, you think, oh, I had a fight last week. I was late home two years ago. I was, you know, when we first met, when I was seven. How did we get here? That's it's a your timeline. Hole. It's your timeline, right? So we have a memory. So all every time something bad happens to us, it puts a marker in your memory, right? And it associates markers. It keeps them in these filing cabinets for you. So, for example, you're phoning a telco. Each time you phone that same telco, you're like, here we go again. It's getting you ready for it. So when you're going through that catastrophization, all our, it, and it, it's chronological, isn't it? So you start off with a, a week, a year, two years, when we first met, seven. All our brain does is go along your timeline and goes, is this helpful? Is this helpful? Is this helpful? Is this helpful? And you're going, no, <laughs> I'm nearly in a hole here. It's yourself talking to yourself about yourself because that's your only reference unless you do one of three things. So the first thing you can do is read. But the problem with what you read now, there's so much, can I say, crap out there at the moment about COVID and everything else going on in the world. It has to be a validated site. Plus, the first thing you read is stuck in your head. If a dog could speak and say one word, what would that word be? Are you thinking woof? Most people are. Well, a dog doesn't say woof. I've never heard it say woof. I suppose a cow says moo, does it? Because it's your only reference. You see how that works? Yeah, I understand. A dog doesn't say that. It goes brrrr. Or something like that. Yeah. Right? So this is the key. Some people believe that COVID is spread by 5G network. Now, don't know about over, over in Australia, but in New Zealand here, we have people set fire 
to five G network towers. They're trying to burn them down. I mean, just do me a favour. Because they saw or read information. So reading's okay, but has to be accurate. The next one is writing. When you write something down, it gets it out of your head. How, when was the last time you wrote something down on a list and you forgot to look at the list? You're asking me personally? Yeah, absolutely. I'm an absolute king of that. Uh, it, it goes through the wash, right? Mm, yep. You think, oh, there's another one. Well, you're, at the end of the day, and you go, I knew there was something I'd forgotten to do. Look at my list because there's a whole lot. So that it's out of your head. The third one is talk. Now, the reason why we talk is when I'm talking with you, I say, look, I'm having trouble sleeping tonight. And, and you say, well, actually, when I have trouble, I do this. And I go, oh, I compare with myself. And I go, oh, yeah, that probably would work for me. So, I, And then I'm going to work on a plan, right? So the best way is to talk, read, and write. So when you talk with somebody, you're comparing yourself with them. You're getting none of us have the same experiences in our life. Yep. I'm compa- we compare the whole time. So I'd ask any, somebody in the room of, of being, doing a big session, what was the name of the first school you went to? You're probably thinking the name of your first school as everybody listening to this is. And so we're comparing ourselves. We can compare our experiences with each other. It's out of our head. Then we can go and read to make sure that what they told us is the truth. And then we can write a list or a plan of what we're going to do. And that's how you control things at the moment. Hard to do, but, you know, how do you keep yourself safe? Well, let's start with the basics. And so at the moment, um, what I'm recommending is go on and have a look at Maslow. Really? Now, absolutely legend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. didn't have brain imaging, didn't have neuroscience. Neuroscience is brain imaging, essentially. Yep. Didn't have that in the 1930s. 1935, he came up with this model of hierarchy of needs. Now, what does it say on the bottom of there? Food, water, shelter, air, sleep, and there's sex in there as well. Let's put that out there. Yep. But we'll forget, we'll put that off to the side for now. <laughs> yeah, so wrong, how many wrong people podcast. Lined up? That's another podcast. <laughs> exactly. How about, uh, how many people are lined up to get uh, food from the supermarket during the, before the lockdowns, right? So we've got to get our food. How many people are eating sweet or fatty foods at the moment? Yeah, it's about a kilo a day, lockdown. Yep. Yeah, right? easily. Yeah. So, so, so that's going on. So that's what you do. That's a natural thing, to go for sweet, fatty foods to give you energy. So the next next thing is now sleep. Will we... We go to sleep earlier than we should have, right? So never, it's okay going to bed a little bit later than you normally would, but if you go to bed earlier than you normally would, you're throwing out your circadian rhythm. When you go to bed later, you're just getting more tired and you're probably more likely to fall asleep. But if you go earlier, this thing, the voice inside your head comes, I'm glad you've come to bed early. I've got a couple of questions to ask you. Oh, no. And then off it goes, right? So stick to the patterns. Yeah. So we're going to be it earlier. The other thing we're doing, and this is a classic, I'm no longer surprised the number of people that are cleaning their house. Even though they're still working from home, they are cleaning their house like they've never cleaned it before. Why? Because Maslow knew it. The shelter is important, right? Now, the science and research is catching up with this stuff to say that um, when we are in uncertainty, we will tidy things around us. And that will clear our head to think. And so that's why people go, oh, that makes sense now. Now that's why I did that. And then the other one, so what I want people to do these days is eat whole foods, not whole biscuits. Yep. (laughs) Whole foods. Um, We want to bring back our sleep patterns and we want to tidy our house, maybe find a better place to live, something like that. So that's shelter. Plus double your water intake and breathe and those the breathe is a big one that really does calm the mind so that's what 
uh, we need to stick to. And only then when you've done that, you can work on the next layer, which is safety and security. But let me ask you this. The bottom layer, if you've got that right, Greg, you are going to feel safe and secure. Yeah, exactly. And only then can you connect with people, which is the next layer up. Do you see why people down on the mire don't connect? Yeah, absolutely. And so at the moment, people aren't connecting. And to find out this stuff that you and I are talking about, most people are feeling. But we, because we're disconnected, because we've got these things, we're disconnected. We're just doing this stuff with our fingers and thumbs and things to try and to, to connect. And that's not connecting. You've got to do exactly what you and I are doing now, and that is talking. And so bringing back the basics, bringing back some breathing <coughs> out of the mind will actually be able to get us to bring back certainty because at least we know we've got food in the cupboard. We've got a good place to live. I'm going to get a good sleep. I'm going to double my water intake and I'm going to start doing some diaphragmatical breathing. That will bring certainty to my pattern. And mate, with the breathing, et cetera, is this stuff that should be scheduled into your phone to pop up and say, hey, stop what you're doing? Like when you work in an office, you've got flow. Mm. You know, you, you understand the flow. You understand when breaks are. You understand when all those things happen. When you work from home, it's like, oh, I'm going to leave my pajamas on the bottom because no one's going to see me in my jammies and all those things that have fallen into our lives. And oh, I'll do the kids' homework this morning and I'll do my work, like you said, and I'll, I'll clean all these mm-hmm. things. Do we need to go back to the basics and say, stop, have your lunch, stop, go for a walk, stop? Yeah. Do we? Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Um, again, bringing back some certainty, right? Yeah. So there's a there's a structure that I suggest that people bring to working from home at the moment. Now, breathing's a classic one. I'm not sure whether we covered off the sigh last time that we talked. Did we cover that one off? No, I don't we think we did, know. right? So this is something that I want everyone listening to do, and you could probably do it now if you like. So all breathing through your nose, diaphragmatically into your guts. Your shoulders should not rise up. It should be your stomach. So if you take a big deep breath now into your stomach, go, and then sigh as hard as as you can now try and think of something nothing lives there wow no thoughts no thoughts does that happen on repetition as well yeah it does look at the more you do it the more you do there's nothing there and so what it's it's, wow. a, the, it's awesome. an automatic automatic function of the vagus nerve it will actually make you sigh. So many people at the moment are feeling like that they're sighing all over the place. So the alveoli in our lungs are little nodes that grab hold of oxygen. We're chest breathing. These little things are collapsing. We're not getting pure oxygen to our brain. So the vagus nerve sends a signal to the brain and says, sigh, damn it. And so we, and then, oh, it's cleared my head. It's an automatic feature. Gut instinct, vagus nerve. Is Choking. that something we can program into our day too? Yeah, or, yeah. It is. Okay, wow. Glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. No, so this is it. So bringing back a structure now, so I call it get up, dress up, front up. Nice. Get up in the morning at the usual time. If you're having a negative thought first thing in the morning, the chances are it's from um, some of the chemicals that, that get over there to get us up, right? So we, we end up getting uh, adrenaline and cortisol. Now, cortisol is designed, we get a lot of it in the morning to wake us up, to get us alert for the day. But with cortisol, it also brings negative thoughts. Where is the danger? So we're focusing on, it gets you to focus on the negative to is there danger? And so just first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, clears the head, whoop, out of bed, get up, dress up. So if you're working from home, it's okay to wear your jammy pants. Wear an article of clothing, that certainly at the top. You know, yeah, exactly, yeah. If you're going to go, if you're gonna go online and do those sorts of things, make sure you wear. But one of the things I'm suggesting at the moment is if you work in an office, we most of us have either a badge or a, a swipe card's a classic. We've got to get into the building, so we've got a swipey, and it's usually worn on a lanyard round and put that over your head just before you start work. 
Oh, is that right? Then, yeah, look, so it comes from the undercover policing program these days. So undercover cops once would go undercover full time and now they don't. They go undercover part time. They still go under for the six to eight, 12 months, whatever it might be. But they wear an article of clothing that is their persona and it, they wear it every day while undercover. They come home, they take it off, whatever it is, they hang it on a hook when they get home and in their head they say their real name and they change their whole identity because they've been training throughout their training sessions, you know, through the program. Um, and now, so if you put that on your swipe card or an article of clothing and you just go work at the end of the day. And so when you're working from home, work in the same place every time. The brain associates places with events. You remember where you were when you heard about the lockdown, when you heard about the shooting, when you heard about this bad news. That's the way the brain it takes in the whole environment when you're in a heightened state to remind you of that location. So when we're at work, we want to keep it. Now, the thing I suggest to people is that they have their desk, whatever it might be, set up against a wall, a blank wall where you're never likely to look as you walk around your house. Okay. You'll never look at it again because it's a blank wall. And so you set it up there, log in, do your work, have your breaks. What do you do in a break normally? You have a chat with somebody? We'll get on the phone and chat with somebody. You eat a certain amount of certain food, ginger nuts or whatever it might be that you take to work, we'll take those to your to your desk. Yeah, nice. Uh, and you also rest, we'll rest the same and stick to your patterns all the way through the day. Um, have your lunch breaks the same, eat the same sort of lunch that you normally would to so keep your pattern and routine. When you come time to the end of the day, write a list of what you have to do and put it on your desktop, not on a list, an actual list, on a desktop. So when it's gone, you're not looking at it. Log off. As you're logging off, you say to yourself in your head, logging off as that little thing goes, the defragging at the end of the session. Then you stand up, big deep breath, sip of water. And as you, you take the article of clothing, the swipey off or wherever it might be or whatever clothing you've got, and you hang it on the chair or put it on the laptop or desktop. And as you turn and walk away, you just say, I'm home. And the brain switches off. And it's really if that important can. to say these words. Like what, it is the You're mantra. being very specific in what you're saying the here. Mantra, yeah. You, yeah, look, that's a good point, Greg. You've yeah. got to be specific with the brain look it fills the gaps in right so if i was to say that you know i i don't know what's a, let's i trained with the sas i trained with the new zealand and australian special air service right oh did you yeah i was a negotiator role-playing a terrorist uh, oh oh you, your brain fills it in you know i was sent to the delhi commonwealth games and, and to the london olympics i've still got the uniform and the medal you you're old oh well i was police security embedded in the village i uh, had the uniform and everyone got a medal for turning up it's called a games medal yep. did, did you see here we make you know i'm fully covered in tattoos as yeah. you see from the photo yeah and people go are you yeah didn't see that oh, midlife crisis yeah <laughs> Tells the story of my depression, yeah. how I was suicidal. And, and it's personal to me, so I don't generally show them. That photo that you've got is a one-off. We did yeah. it one night just as uh, up on stage because someone didn't believe me. So off came the thing. Here you go. Yeah. Look at him. Good shot too, just quietly. And so the brain fills the gaps in. Yeah, okay. Because the, the last thing I want to talk about here with this stuff is when we try and do lots of things – now. Haven't you noticed this? You, I, I know just before coming on here, you've had something to eat because you've got this going on. You Aren't we trying to catch up to what? Catch up to what, right? But we're going and we're trying to do two or three multitasking. Now, this is what happens with multitasking. And this is what neuroscience and brain imaging has also shown us, that when you swap from one task to the next, there's a blank page of less than half a second glitch in the matrix. Now, you're driving your car down the road 
and you just, oh, how did I get here? But you're driving away every 90 seconds, you're wandering off. All of a sudden, just in the corner of your eye, you don't touch it, phone's in the charger, but you see it, right? So you just look across, oh yeah, it's like, I'll get that, to see what it was. Now, the time it took you to go across to there and just have a quick glimpse, there's a blank page in your head from going from that task to the next, and then vice versa, back to this. And so this thing goes, wow, where's the glitch? And it just, so that's why we we really do need to start slow as smooth, smooth as fast, slowing ourselves down a little bit. Um, Perfectionism has become a thing, hasn't it? How many times do we check our email before sending them? Three times, most people. That's why you're busy. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Because it has to be just right. You know, we come into an intro here and I'm like, got to get this right. But you know, is that okay? I hope it's gone okay. So we're all doing it. Mm. Very true. Because the brain's going fast. And so bringing back certainty to uncertainty, slowing things down a bit, going back to that basic layer that that Maslow said, you know, those first three layers, then we self-esteem and then self-actualize, thrive. So if we can get the basics of the physiological right, then we can feel safe and secure and move into some other things. Then we can connect with people. But that, if you're if journey. you're not getting those right, connect with people. They will compare and they will take. They will. So me, hopefully here by talking with people, by talking with you, Greg, is going to make people feel safe and secure that they're not alone. Yeah, exactly. Which means they can then go back to focusing on that bottom layer. Hey team, it's Greg from Body Science here. The Hydroxy Burn Shred is back on shelf. It's our new therapeutic, has all the taste. And if you're looking for a better thermogenic, we've really pushed for the pursuit of a better thermogenic. Full disclosure on the labeling. What do we mean? Caffeine levels have changed. We all know the rules have changed. The ingredients have changed. The claims have changed. We have a clean label with premium quality ingredients for you. So what does that mean for you? You can look at things like metabolism, energy, sugar metabolism, fat metabolism, cognitive function, thyroid, and just general health and well-being. And it's all on the label if you're taking a fat burner now and it doesn't say it on the label have a look at it and go why get on board as parents and leaders and and people have a younger generation under us share this knowledge with teenagers i mean there's some i'm hearing some horrific stats about teenagers and you know what's happening around the whole covid environment and i've got a couple of you know i've got a 21 year old and a 20 year old Mm. how do i share this experience with them or how do i tell them I mean, apart from listening to the podcast, which they will, but, you know, just tell them to stop and breathe. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do we do that? You, you, it's Look, that's what I'm working on for, the, for yeah. this next book. And it's you can see me trying to struggle to answer it because it's a real dilemma. Now, the way to get the message to, to our young is through our young. Mm-hmm. It's peer to peer. All right. So it's no good me as a three-year-old saying to young people, you know, this is what, oh, what would you know, you old, right? So, um, and it's so, you know, the parents know, because, I mean, you know, pick your shoes up, you can't even get them to do that. How are you going to get them to listen to something? And so it's peer-to-peer is the key is the key here. And so, first of all, getting it into our schools, right? Getting it into uh, the curriculum is a, is a good way to start. And we're doing it over here at the moment with our very, very young into preschools. Okay, wow. That level. Yeah, look, it started, okay. and that's where it starts, right? Because yeah. the younger the generation, the more empathic, the more empathetic they are, the more, it's not because they're soft and I, I don't like when people say that, you know, we need to teach them to heart. It's got nothing to do with that. They are more aware of others. They are more aware of the need uh, to be kind, to be patient, to be caring of others. They're more 
empathic they're more understanding and they and because of that they feel like those emotions and they they are struggling absolutely they are a lot so we can if we if we if we can do so is limit the use of social media now the reason for that has got nothing to do with the blue light it's got nothing to do with the technology it's the ability that our young have to compare themselves millions of people yeah okay that's the key right so it's limiting their ability to compare it's limiting their ability to find out so much information we have information overload which is just adding to it now part of the book on anxiety is it's going to become to that if you have too much information it will increase your anxiety if i give people lots of stuff in my book it could be harmed because we start saying well is that me is that me this is the way it works right so it is peer-to-peer it is it is talking amongst themselves it is getting the information there in whichever way we can in every format so it could be through music it could be through podcasts it could be through reading through videos so we've got to come at it from all directions because um you know really our young they source information from many 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 different directions yeah Yeah. and having a consistent message i think absolutely it's interesting you talk about that because I'm sitting here talking, you know, I'm twisting the, the head of my pen on and off. I'm tapping my foot and I've got clammy hands. It's because I'm so listening to what you're saying. Thinking, oh, that's me. Yep, that's work. Oh, that's my friend so-and-so. Oh, that's this. Yeah, it's, uh, talking to you is is a treat. Like it's, um, you just need to get oh, your you. message out more and more, mate. I, I love every minute. Got Ash who does our production just sitting over there just going, yeah, like this is, she'll, we'll get off and she'll go, oh, that's the best podcast ever, Greg. She says it every time you come on. So, mate, is there anything else you want to share with people before we go? Have you got any, I mean, I was going to say any more last words of wisdom, but you have definitely dropped some um, knowledge bombs in the last 40 minutes. So, yeah, thank you. Look, I appreciate that. I I love the opportunity. I love talking with you too. I love to meet meet, catching up with Ash. Um, I I think the one thing that I would leave people with is be as kind to yourself as you are to others. Because as a, as a species, we are kinder to others than ourselves. We are we are actually designed to look after people. You know, I ask people in my audiences, and I'm going to ask you three questions and see if I can guess your answers. And it might be, I want you to think of one thing that you're grateful for in your work life, other than the fact you've got a job. One thing you're grateful for about your family, and one thing you're grateful for about yourself. Now, chances are, for your work life, you're thinking of the people you work with, your colleagues. Absolutely. Chances are, for your for your personal life, you're thinking of your family. Yep. And chances are for yourself, you probably went, huh? That's so true. <laughs> How'd oh, I go? Well, I fit in the box. I'm neatly in the middle of that box. Yep. So, so you know, be as kind to yourself. You change the words that you use. Don't beat yourself up. Who puts you under the most pressure? Yourself. Self. When you do something wrong, who beats you up the worst? Yourself. Who do you talk to the most in your day? Yourself. Right? So if you're going to talk with yourself all day, be kind when you do so. Mate, I love what you've just said, and I'd just like you to finish off with your breathing technique again, if you can, for those people that didn't quite get it the first time. The big deep sigh, right? All breathing through your nose. It must be into your stomach. Don't lift your shoulders. Push your gut out. Big deep breath through your nose. Go, and then sigh. I don't think I'll ever finish a podcast like that ever again, yet I probably should, every single one I do. Brilliant. That was awesome, mate. I just loved having you on. Uh, where do we get your books? Uh, so that, that you can get them off my website. Um, it's probably the easiest way, so we're, we're selling into Australia as well, but you can get them on Amazon as well. But, you know, any one of those big places, they're, they're all around, but certainly come to our website. I sign them. I devalue it for you. <laughs> <laughs> so that for everyone out there who's interested, that is W A R N. 
international.com. So Lance, it's been a pleasure, mate. I hope we get to chat again soon. Thank you so much for what you do. I'm keen to see the next book. Once again, thanks. That's all I can say. Good on you, mate. With a big sigh. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Greg. I really, I love, I love chatting with you, mate. Mate, it's awesome. Thanks heaps. Cheers.